0: This is Bumper to Bumper, the car show. Drive in anxious and cruise out confident
1: with the best automotive info for your vehicle. And now, your host, Matt Allen.
2: Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy, here with you every single Saturday to help you navigate... That car you're driving around in or probably going to drive around in at some point this week or next week or go to work or go on vacation with and or whatever it is that you're going to do with your car. We're here to help you, especially if you're having problems and, and uh, whether you're having a real problem right now, a check engine light on and you're wondering about, am I supposed to pay for diagnosis or what, what do they do when they read that code? What's that all about? What does that mean? Or maybe, uh, you know, you're looking up that oil change sticker on your window and <laughs> it's a bunch of miles past what it says or maybe there's no sticker at all or Maybe they got told you, you need a whole bunch of stuff in the car. and Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. But whatever it is that you want to talk about, we can help you with that and answer some questions for you. It's real easy to do. Just give us a call at 602-277-5827. It's 602-277-KTAR. And if you'd like to text, you can do that at 411-923. And we've got a guest in this video today. Tim's out golfing. So I've bought, I've, bought that I can't even talk I've brought Brandon in from uh, Import Car Specialist one of the bumper to bumper shops down at 16th Street and Indian School area and Brandon's the lead technician over there so welcome Brandon thanks for coming in and he may or may not chime in once in a while first time right here so we're gonna we might break him in so thanks for joining us Brandon they can't hear you nod <laughs>
3: <laughs> thanks for having me yeah. on You're welcome. Cool.
2: yeah you get to spend it night I mean not like we're together monday through friday sometimes but uh here in the weekend so we're glad glad to have you in and you know I don't know what to talk about today. There's all kinds of things to talk about. We had some some cars at the shop that required some diagnosis and some repairs that some other people had allegedly already diagnosed and already repaired, and it didn't work out so well, and that's why they ended up with us. But, man, we're getting a lot of, uh, you know, I want to talk to you about air conditioning, too. Have some, uh, you know, get some phone calls. I had one this week where they said, you know, gosh, you guys fixed my air conditioner last year, and it doesn't work again. So we started doing that, you know, look at the service history, and and so I guess we'll start off with talking about air conditioners since I went there, you know, and, and what I try to tell people all the time and warn you, whether you're just listening here or a customer at the shop, a lot of times an air conditioner repair, unless it's a catastrophic failure, sometimes it's a true two-trip visit, you know, an air conditioning system is sealed, it's like a tire, it should never, in a perfect world, tires should never go flat. But guess what? Occasionally, you got to put air in the tires, right? Same thing with the air conditioner. It is a sealed system. So over time, if it's low or not working, the classic complaint is what? Cool, but not cold. Well, it's probably low, which means there's a leak. But the question is, did that leak just? Ha- Let's just say your car's seven or eight years old. Did you lose a little bit over the last five years, or did you lose a lot over the winter time? We don't know that. So, and you can't just uh, you know, it's not like the coolant reservoir where you can go add some coolant and pour it in and see it raise up. This refrigerant is an invisible gas, so you can't just go add it to the system, you've got to put in the exact amount. These the charge levels are critical, right, Brandon? I mean you can be off by a couple ounces in either direction and have it a negative impact on the on the performance of the air conditioner. So it's gotta be gotta be right. So we're gonna put in a die, we're gonna use an electronic sniffer if you will to go around and try and find any of those leaks, because of course if it's low, right, it's gotta have a leak. But, like your tire, if it 's low doesn't mean it have a nail in it it 's naturally going to bleed some air out through the through the through the rubber um, so the first time your car may be leaving ice cold we're going to charge it up we're going to put the right amount in it, like I said we don't know, and we know how much it should have so let's just say your car holds twenty ounces of refrigerant, and I do a service, and you're telling me well it's it's cold in the morning, but boy, in the afternoon, it just won't cool down on the way home from work classic symptom. So we might pull out 12 ounces, even though you should have 20. So we're going to recover 12 ounces. The machine cleans that, weighs it, recycles it, whatnot. And then we're going to recharge it with the prop- appropriate amount, 20 ounces. So you pay for the eight ounces. Used to be people would say, oh, I'm just going to add a little bit of Freon. You know, you go to the Acme hardware store or the parts store and buy that little can of AC tune-up, Meh. Nah. You know, it might make it a little bit colder, but it's really, you know, to get you out of a bind. Brandon's raising his hand. Brandon's got something to say about AC tune-up in a can. Talk to me. Yeah, those... those AC cans—if you don't read
4: them very carefully—about ninety percent of them on the shelf all have stop leak, which will gum up systems over yes. time and cause problems. And that's why we have to use the machines we do to recover it and clean them out.
2: Well, yeah, and you're right—that that—and we we have to have. Like I freaked out the other day. One of the one of the newer guys hooked up a machine. Uh, we had an old car, which had R12. And we were talking about with the customer that we had to convert it. And I then was not really involved, and I realized the car had already converted. And I'm talking to the tech. He's like, oh, yeah, I just hooked up the machine. I'm like, oh, my God, what? Did you just hook up our 134 machine to an R12? I mean, you basically got an STD, <laughs> you know, you hooked up to the wrong thing. And now we've got these chemicals mixed. And if, if that would have happened, it didn't happen. The car had already been converted. But if you go to a shop that's not taking care of their equipment and they don't test because people put all kinds of stuff in cars, we have cars with propane in them sometimes, or you have your new refrigerant, which is the YF1234, it's super expensive, I mean like $800 for 10 pounds, we sell it by the gram, Um, it's Super, super expensive. Well, people use adapters to put the old style refrigerant in there and it will work but not right. And then we go to hook up our machine. Luckily, we have to, you know, we have, they have testers in them and they will detect the bad stuff. So, you know, that backyard repair stuff doesn't work so well. But back to the point, you can't just add a little refrigerant. You've got to get in the exact amount. And then when we do that, we're going to add a little bit of ultraviolet dye. Now, the manufacturers have got smart. They're starting to put the dye in the system to, from the get-go. So if your AC is not working well and it is a leak issue, we can shine the light around and look for those purple, uh, you know, the purple light or, or whatever and, and find that. Because that, that refrigerant or that, the dye gets mixed in with the oil and then the pressure pushes pushes that out and leaves a bit of a witness mark. So, you know, we may charge up your AC. It might last two years. I tell people it might last two weeks, two years, two months, but at least we've got the dye in there and we can find, you know, at that point, then we can find the leak and let you know um, you know what the repair is. So sometimes the first time is just to get it working, but you might have to bring it back. So if you've got the AC question, now's a great time to call in and talk about that. I do want to tell a little bit of a couple war stories about some, some cars we diagnosed this week and worked on. You know, and it's about, do we talk about making the repair. Are we only going to fix what's broken, or do we want to take the approach and service the system on the car? 602 277 5827, we're going to take a quick break and be right back.
3: Hi, this is Kurt Rock for Kurtz Auto Repair. For over three decades now, our family's passion has been forging lasting relationships by delivering the highest quality auto repair for our customers with a perfect Better Business Bureau record.
5: And I'm Kathy Rock, Kurt's wife. When we say our family, we mean it. At Kurtz, you'll find our kids, relatives, and now even our grandkids are working on cars and taking care of our customers.
3: Gas or diesel, foreign or domestic, if your car hurts, take it to Kurtz
6: hello Mello here, owner of A1 Garage Stores. When I was growing up, my mom had to work three jobs to save our house. I love my mom. She's the most important person in the world to me. When she moved into her new house recently, I looked at the parts that the builder put on her garage. Parts that were designed to break, and the first thing I thought was to replace the springs, rollers, and hinges, and I also added decorative hardware to make the house look beautiful. Did you know the garage makes up 40% of your home's curb appeal? I wanted my mom's garage to not only look good, but it had to work right, too. When I started A1 Garage, I thought about my mom and I thought, I'm going to treat everyone just like my mother. Call today and take advantage of our $129 winter tune-up special that includes a new bottom rubber to keep all those nasty bugs and winter out of your garage. The Garage Shore is the smile of your home. Don't wait. Call A1 Garage Road Service and you'll
0: be smiling today. A- Hey, guys. Champ here with Champs Family Automotive. Been serving the Valley for over 15 years, treating customers like family. Integrity, fair pricing, and trust. thats what you should have in your automotive repair facility. We understand that if you treat customers like family, they continue to return to you. Whether you have a domestic, import, or diesel, we have state-of-the-art technology, technicians, and tools to take care of your needs. Award-winning facilities in Goodyear and Surprise. Check us out at ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com that 's champs familyautomotive.com.
2: Drives me crazy. I know some of them. (laughs) Got a handful at home that drive me crazy. But I love them. So anyway, welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTR car guy. And again, we're here to help with your car. Whatever it is you may need. You have a question. Maybe you don't have a problem. I promise you someday you will have a problem. But the best way not to have a problem is to take care of your car. Follow the manual. Stick with your shop. Ask questions. Always ask questions. And we've got some calls I want to get to, but I just want to briefly mention something. We'll probably talk about it. Maybe the maybe someone's call will will trigger it. But oftentimes you hear me talking about fixing the problem. There's always the problem. There's what's caused the problem. And then the question is how do you fix it? So um, I'll briefly real just quick talk about a Land Rover that we had. This car has a coolant leak, 100,000 miles. Well, it had been in another shop, good shop around the central Phoenix area. But the problem with them is they don't work on a lot of that kind of stuff. And so on this particular car, this 2015 or so Land Rover, they have a lot, a lot of plastic components. And they break. The plastic cooling system, tees and fittings and housings and stuff. So this particular car had a leak, and they went to the shop. Well, they ended up going back like three times, and each time it was another bite at the wallet, so to speak. And I don't say that in a negative way. And then we get the car. has got now the fourth leak, and the people don't understand. And so at the end of the day, we explain the first time – i mean the the first bill for them was like sixteen hundred dollars and I told the customer and, and she understood after I talked to her, I said, You should have spent thirty five hundred the first time, you know because what you 've done is they fixed what was broken, and it 's a ton of labor to access all this plastic, so if one piece of plastic is 10 years old and has 105,000 miles on it and is turning brown and broke and the other ones are starting to discolor while we're in there we got to replace all of it and you're done with it well in this case they went back three times they finally came to us the fourth time so in some total between four visits they probably spent 20 percent more than they should have if the car would have been serviced and we took Care of the cooling system as opposed to just what was broken at the time. So that's why we ask you to ask questions like, what else should I do? I'm not just trying to get you to spend more money, but we want to take a more holistic approach and not just fix the one little thing that's broken, but make sure the system, whether it's the air conditioning, the brakes, the cooling system in this case, and some of that is experience and knowing what to do, and some of it's just... Having the confidence to talk to somebody and let them know that you've got a you've got a car that needs to be taken care of. So let's see, we've got Charles, Matt, looks like AJ, and we've got John, and uh, it looks like Charles is the winner here. First up, Charles in surprise two thousand eight Lincoln. How can we help you with your Lincoln, Charles?
7: Hi, and thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. I was calling in regards to your topic about air conditioning. Okay. And the problem I'm experiencing is when I turn on my air conditioning, it blows out this dust out of the vents. Mm-hmm. And it goes over the the uh, part of the front of the dashboard, and it goes over the seats. I can take a cloth or something and wipe it up even. It's like a white dust film. Wow. And uh, it does cool uh-huh. Uh, I will say that I've never had the air conditioner serviced since I've owned the car. Right. I, I, I keep it. I keep it serviced with everything else, but I didn't use the air conditioner that much before I moved to Arizona. Sure. So now that I'm here, I'm using it a lot more. Well, now uh, tell
2: me this: if you don't turn on the button and hit the little button that turns green when you turn the AC on, but you just used, you just want to blow some air around the car. Does mm-hmm. it does that white dust and stuff still come out?
7: I haven't noticed it then. No, it's only with the air conditioner. Wow.
2: See cuz I'm really perplexed, and Brandon, if you've got something, feel free to chime in. But, you know, when the air conditioner is on, that's the compressor mm-hmm. running. So you've got two elements. You've got to have the compressor and that part of the system that can make the air cold. And then you've got to have the other element, which it blows the air and makes sure it comes out the right ducts and goes over the over the coil or the condensing unit or uh, evaporator to get the cold air into the car. So if, you, mm-hmm. if you're doing that and that air is flowing and you simply turning the air conditioning button on and off is what's going to make it cold, but it's not going right. to redirect where the air is coming from. So it, it seems to me that it doesn't make sense that it's doing it with the air conditioner on, with the AC itself on. But I guess the first thing that I would want to know is what does your cabin air filter look like? Have you had that cabin air filter in that car change?
7: Yes. You have? I've changed it twice.
2: Good Lord, you
7: know i 've got r- something brian 's got an
4: idea over so, here well, depending on the the design of the ducting system in there, the evaporator versus the heater core during the winter he was running the heat with no dust blowing out. Is there an accumulation of something on the evaporator when that door' switching modes and pulling air past that area it 's a possibility on the design
2: yeah it 's tough, you know and on something like like that, Charles. You know, I I think that where we would start anyway, because I don't think it's an element to do with the actual air conditioning and the part that makes the air cool. Although I had a 280Z one time that when it was humid, it would actually blow – Chunks of ice out the out the vent, like little you know the moisture the little uh, droplets of water would, would were coming out in, in ice cubes, but I guess what I would want to do i 'd want to see it, um, gosh, maybe this was you know, i, I 'm joking, but you know maybe this was a car that was if you bought it used was seized, and it was a drug car, maybe the dash is stuffed full of something that the DEA had never found I mean <laughs> you never know, but I, I would start by taking the cabin air filter out and i 'd want to see what that is. And maybe there's just some residual in there, and, and you have to get an air gun and just blow all that out, high pressure. But man, that's got me stumped. I've never never seen something like that. And and I would think once it passed through the cabin air filter one time, it ought to clean up. But maybe it's worth changing the filter again and make sure you're using a high quality filter. And boy, I'd sure like to know what it was when you when you figured that one out, Charles. So we're gonna go with Matt and Scottsdale, 2012 Jeep Wrangler. Matt, how can we help you today? Good name, by the way.
8: Hey, great yeah exactly thank you and i hope i don't uh, hope we don't stump you twice here um I, yeah so i've it overheats when it's like 90 degrees out while i'm on the freeway going at high speeds now a little background i've built it up right it's got bigger tires i've regeared it to 488s it's got some armor around it you know so it's carrying a lot more weight so i suspect that's what's doing it the question i have is you know i've done thermostats and radiators and all that the question i have is if if I put a vent in the hood to create a lower pressure under the hood to get more air through the radiator, does that
3: help or no?
2: Boy, I don't know. We need to get the engineer out here for that one. I don't know, and I would say no. I think some of the most important stuff on that Wrangler, um, does it have air conditioning? Oh,
8: yeah, and it's when okay. it's 90-plus out, I'm blaring it while I go up to great. Fair.
2: So okay. what I want to make sure that you've got going, there's all kinds of little pieces of Plastic and ductwork around the radiator. I mean, you picture your old like '90s Camaro. They used to have that that little air dam that would stick down. It would get torn off on the parking curb, or people would just rip it off because you know oh, it's dragging. I'm going to get rid of it. Well, that air dam was what was forcing the air over the radiator. So a lot of times on the Jeeps, there's some uh, Brandon. How would you describe that? Like. Um, Uh, Like a a heavy material, uh, not quite cardboard, but, you know, it's cowling or insulation that goes around to make sure the air, once it crosses in through the grill, that it just doesn't disperse out the side. Yeah, an air dam. It keeps it going over over the radiator. Make sure that you still have the fan shroud on the car because a lot of people will pull the fan shroud off if they've modified things. Um, I'd check your hoses, too. Give them
4: a good squeeze and make sure they're solid. I've run into a few, Jeeps in particular, driving down the freeway. They would overheat, and these hoses were sucking down and collapsing. uh, So check those hoses out and make sure there's no air in the system.
2: Yeah, so when it does run hot, you could open the hood and see if the hoses are sucked closed. That could be an issue maybe with the radiator cap or something. But the other thing we see a lot is that... um, they're, they're just, um, you can that's why I asked if it has air conditioning. If you look between the air conditioning condenser and the radiator, we're finding more and more cars with all kinds of debris packed in there. So you've got to get, what I would do is get the hose out and come from the engine side and rinse the radiator really well and push all that out. And if you can take that covering off and get down and look between the radiator and the and the condenser and wash that out really well. We did a Duramax last summer or so, I think we took, a pound of uh, a pound of dirt out of it. Literally, by the time we swept it all up and put it into a pile from shaking this radiator and blowing it out and stuff, it, it was a lot of material. A lot of material. So, let's see here. I do not have time to get to AJ and John because by the time I answer your question, the bell is going to ring and we're going to have to go. But I am going to address a question real quick. This gentleman down in Green Valley has asked a question, and this is perfect. Can you tell me the pros and cons of dealing with a dealership versus an independent shop for service? Well, there's a lot of pros and cons. Either way, I think if you go to an independent shop, you're dealing with the mom and pop type of situation, as long as it's not a chain with 25 locations. You're dealing with something that wants somebody that wants to get to know you. They're going to see you at church. They're going to see you at the kids sporting events or whatever it is. They probably sponsor some Little League. Well, the dealerships do that too, but they're a big mammoth. The other thing is that people think, oh, well, the car, they know everything about the car. Well, when we come back, Brandon and I will talk about an Audi where they were at the dealership who knows everything about everything. God forbid, you know, it's always got to go to the dealer because they're the pros. Well, they tried to sell this guy $1,400 of the service that was absolutely useless, wouldn't fix this problem. They ran through the diagnostic test that they did that said everything works. Well, we ran through the same diagnostic test and according to the computer system everything worked but it didn't and that's why you got to diagnose you would have think these guys could have figured it out because they're the dealer right they didn't figure it out so we're gonna take a quick break you listen to bumper to bumper radio
1: Are you driving around in a filthy car and don't have two hours to waste sitting at an inconvenient location getting a bad car wash or detail? Hi, Scott Drummond here, owner of Showcase Mobile Detailing in Gilbert. And I'm Marcus Morton, owner of Pit Stop Auto Detailing in Scottsdale. We've been servicing the Valley for over 15 years with a five-star rated service. We come to you to wash and detail your car at home, the office, or even on the golf course. Check us out at ShowcaseMobileDetailing.com or PitStopDetailing.com. What's the best used car to buy? And how should I make sure I'm buying the right car or truck? Hi, this is Lee Weatherby from Accurate Automotive. I get this question all the time, and sometimes the best used car you can buy is the one you're driving. But when it's not, or you're looking for new, gently used vehicle for yourself or a loved one, make sure you get a vehicle inspection before you fork over your hard-earned cash. Let us do a thorough inspection so you can be confident you made the right choice. Give us a call or schedule an appointment online at AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com. Accurate Automotive. Friends serving friends.
5: Spring is Finally here and we're celebrating. Come join us for the next Bunker to Bunker two-person scramble at the Core and Crenshaw designed OODum course at the Talking Stick Golf Club on Saturday, April 29th. Don't miss this one as it's loaded with special prizes, raffle, awards, and breakfast. It even includes a coupon for a second round of golf. It's open to the public and singles are welcome, but space is limited. So sign up today. For info and registration, go to bunkergolf.com.
2: here, the host of Bumper to Bumper Radio and your weekly call-in car show. We do our best to get you the answers you need and mostly hit the mark. Take a listen to Diane, who had a problem with her Porsche.
5: Thank you, thank you, thank
2: you, thank you. I love, love, love your show, and I love the entertainment. So along with being the car guy, I'm now an entertainer. Get me an agent. Tune in to Bumper to Bumper Radio, Saturdays at 11, and give us a call right here on KTAR 92.3, Arizona's news station.
7: Breaking news is always first. Arizona's news station, KTAR News. Now
9: good morning. KTAR News Time is 1130. I'm Leon.
1: Dribble drive left side. Fades in the lane and
0: gets another runner to go. Devin Booker with a,
1: a
9: monster 40-29. win in Los Angeles for the Suns with Devin Booker scoring 45 points in the 129 to 124 win over the Clippers to take a two to one NBA playoff series lead. Will will Book be cooking today? This is Booker's fifth, 40th points. Point season game of his career, tying Charles Barkley for most in franchise history. Game four tips off from Los Angeles today at 1230 on 98.7 FM, the Arizona Sports app and Arizona, Arizona dot
3: KTAR News. Eyes on education.
9: Applications are open for the Empowerment Scholarship Account Program, which lets parents use public funds for their kids' education expenses outside of the public school system. State Schools Chief Tom Horn says any parent with a school-aged child is el- eligible to apply at azad.gov. Again, that's azed.gov now. Let's take it to the roads to see how it's looking. Here's Tom Keeble in
8: the Valley Chevy Dealers Traffic Center. Thanks, Nilea. We have two crashes right now on the westbound Loop 202 Red Mountain Freeway. The first one is at Priest Drive, and this one is off to the right right now. And the second one is closer towards the Mini Stack, just past 24th Street. This one is in the Gore area. Multiple cars involved. The tow tow truck is on the scene, so if you're going around that one, stay left, and if you're headed off towards that exit make sure to give them a little bit of extra space. Two surface street crashes, Fry Road and Kyrene Road in Chandler and in Cape Creek, for 53rd Street and Carefree Highway. Tom
3: Keeble, KTAR News. It's 84 in Avondale
9: right now. Weather brought to you by Howard air I'm laila Leon on Arizona's news station, KTAR News.
5: Sarah Kazell here for Arizona Sports and KTAR News, and it's about that time here in Arizona. Time to lay by the pool with some refreshments, maybe barbecue with a beverage in hand. That's all well and good. But if you do, make sure you have a plan to get home safely. Set a designated driver or download a rideshare app. Do not drink and drive.
2: Trust is so important, especially in times like these. At Virginia Auto Service, we've been the place you can trust for over 25 years. Hi, I'm Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy and owner of Virginia Auto Service. Rest assured, we've implemented all the necessary steps to keep you safe and sanitized. As we begin to move around a little more, take some stress out of your life by trusting your vehicle to Virginia Auto Service. We're in the heart of downtown Phoenix,
0: 7th Street, just south of Thomas. Check us out on the web, virginiaautoservice.com. Hi, this is Champ with Champs Family Automotive. We are a family-owned and operated full-service center for your automotive and diesel needs. Have you been searching for a trustworthy automotive and diesel repair shop? Well, come see us in Goodyear or Surprise. Import, domestic, or diesel. Yes, we take care of it all with state-of-the-art technology and technicians. Bumper-to-bumper radio approved. Check us out at ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. And yes, that's champsfamilyautomotive.com.
6: Tommy Mello here, owner of A1 Garage Doors. When I was growing up, my mom had to work three jobs to save our house. I love my mom. She's the most important person in the world to me. When she moved into her new house recently, I looked at the parts that the builder put on her garage. Parts that were designed to break, and the first thing I thought was to replace the springs, rollers, and hinges. And I also added decorative hardware to make the house look beautiful. Did you know the garage makes up 40% of your home's curb uphill I wanted my mom's garage to not only look good, but it had to work right, too. When I started A1 Garage, I thought about my mom and I thought, I'm gonna treat everyone just like my mother. Call today and take advantage of our $129 winter tune-up special that includes a new bottom rubber to keep all those nasty bugs and winter out of your garage. The garage store is the smile of your home. Don't wait. Call A1 Garage for a service and you'll be smiling today.
2: A-
1: Bumper to Bumper on Arizona's news station.
2: Hey, welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I am Matt Allen, your host, here with you every single Saturday. And I cannot do this 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and that's why we have a website, bumper to bumper Radio.com. And when you visit bumper to bumper Radio.com, you'll find all the old shows if you want to go look up a topic you can probably do that and then find the show related to that topic and take a listen you could also find a shop in your neighborhood if you've got a question or you're looking for someone that you want to build a relationship with and that's what uh, you know that's what this business is about oftentimes where when people have a car problem they also, it creates another problem. Sometimes the car problem becomes secondary. And when you have a relationship with a shop, we understand. And that's part of kind of that other guy's question about the dealership. You show up at the dealer, you're one of about 400 people that they're servicing that day, where we service 250 a month. They can do 250 probably, you know, in a couple days. I don't know. So we know you. And if you want to get to know a shop Go to -to BumperToBumperRadio.com, especially if you don't have one. And maybe if you're over on the west side of town or on Indian School, anything west of I-17 in that area, one of the original OGs of Bumper to Bumper Radio is Larry Harker's Automotive. They're a great shop to check out if you need one and live in that area. Again, Larry Harker's at 38th Avenue in Indian School. Bob and Ellen Frisbee, I think 55 years in business plus over there. So if you're looking for a shop, check them out. Uh, let's see. We were talking a little bit about dealership and why, why you know, this gentleman says, you know, the dealership knows everything about my car. They're, they're familiar with all the quirks and all this stuff. But we had this high-end German car in the shop the other day that uh, the gentleman complained that it didn't have any heat. So the dealership, who knows everything about the quirks on these cars, and, you know, they said, oh, you need this uh, heater core flush, because there's no heat. But it's a $1,400 service to flush this heater core. And then, of course, there's warnings. If you don't do this, it could get worse. You have no service at all. And then it will be thousands to remove the dash and replace the heater core. Now, the customer didn't feel right, so they brought it to us for a second opinion. And we looked at their paperwork. And all that, you know, you run through the diagnostic. Brandon's the one that did the diagnostics work on it. And we, we have the same Basically, effectively the same exact tool that they have at this Audi dealership. And um, and we go through the test, and everything tested good. But the heater wasn't working, so there's something wrong. We pop off the heater hoses. There's flow through that heater core. The coolant as clean it could possibly be. There's nothing wrong with the heater core. So we've got to do the testing. Well, there's an electronic valve. It's supposed to open and close, but you, you actuate it. You watch it with a lab scope. Everything works. It tested good, right, Brandon? Oh, yeah.
3: Everything yeah. was good. Electrically, it was working Electron.
4: Bidirectional control. shows it was happening. However, I was able, with the tool, to monitor current on the circuit that the tool saw, and it still didn't flag a code. So the computer thought it was working but wasn't reporting good data, which, backed up with the scope, showed that it should be moving and it wasn't.
2: Yeah, so what we had the computer... In the systems, they're going to check the electronic ability of things to work. And we even ohm out and we test this this water valve, and it tests good. But guess what? It's a mechanical component that's operated. It's electronic solenoid. It's supposed to be open. Then if you don't want heat or when you start the car, it closes and cuts off water flow. Well, that's what was wrong with this car. 2018, this is not an old car. It's not brand new. But back to the gentleman's question about why should I go to an independent shop? Dealerships don't know everything. Now, that's not to say, and I want to be absolutely clear, you can get fabulous service at a dealership. Again, it goes back to the relationship. So 602-277-5827. I'll step off my soapbox for a moment and we'll take your call. 602-277-5827. And if you want to send a text over, 411-923. But we've got, ooh, excuse me, we've got Tim and John. And John is patient, I can tell, because that's 20 minutes on hold. John, how can we help you with that caravan?
7: Yeah. It uh, the AC takes a couple minutes to
1: kick
7: in. Okay. When you say
2: kick in, do you mean it takes a couple minutes to cool down the interior, or a couple minutes before it even starts blowing air? Right. All right. Which
7: one? The last one.
2: So it takes. So you get in the car, start it up, you hit the button for the fan to blow full blast, and no air blows out. No okay does this have rear air conditioning as well as front air? Yes, does the rear air blow cold air when the front is not working, or do both um do do
7: both no, system- neither one,
2: neither, 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 one of them neither one of the fans work when you when you turn them on
7: right okay
2: well, that for sure is not something. That's easy necessarily. I mean, both fans working. Those are two different kind of control systems. I mean, there's not two AC units. There's one air conditioning compressor, and the front and the rear just have a separate evaporator and a separate fan. But I find it odd that both fans don't come on. So at that point, the first step in the diagnosis probably would be we're going to hook up a scan tool And get into an air conditioning control module or a body control module and see if there's some sort of faults. And then if not, now we're not really the mechanic. We're now the librarian because we're going to go to the service data. We're going to go look at the theory and operation of how that system is supposed to work. We can tie that back to the dealer too, right, Brandon? And then we're going to look at a wiring diagram. We're going to say, what do those two blowers have in common? Is there a controller that's maybe not working? But, you know, we've got to go to the manual. Brandon, we have factory service manuals. Are they always right? Right. No, not
3: not
2: exactly. Not even close, right? (laughs) Like, we had one car where they're telling you where the fuse is. It's not even anywhere near in the fuse box where the factory OE manual says it is. You go to the glove box and they tell you there's where the fuse panel is, but... Nowhere in any of the service information is there this other fuse panel under the hood, not labeled, that's got six or seven fuses in it, that you would never know about, right?
4: Yep. <laughs> right? Not unless you did like <laughs> an
2: hour or two of digging. Right. Or that thing has kicked your butt before. So, John, that's just something that I, I just um, you know can't give you a quick answer. Maybe You're you gonna... should check some fuses if he has a, a manual system. But the problem is it works. It just takes a minute to come on. So, fuses, you know power. what I mean? Okay, fuses yep. is not intermittent. So, We're checking battery connections. We're going to check and make sure that the system can control it. You know, sometimes with our computers, we have what's called bi-directional control. So we can command the computer to turn the fan on and see if it does. And that might eliminate a switch or tell us, you know, that that particular module may or may not be working. So it's going to require some diagnostic work, Dan. And again, that's not necessarily an air conditioning problem. It takes time to blow. You still have to be able to blow, and you have to make cold air, too. Those are two separate things. So keep that in mind when you're having your air conditioning service. So Tim in Scottsdale, got a diesel truck. I don't work on a lot of them. I used to have a couple Duramaxes, but how can we help you today, Tim?
8: So it actually has nothing to do with my diesel truck. I was calling in about uh earlier caller that had, a I think it was a 2012 Jeep Wrangler with an overheating issue. Yeah. And I just had a suggestion. I'm actually in the aftermarket off-road industry, uh-huh. and uh, we've had that same problem. And sometimes, and you guys were hitting on a deflection issue. If the shroud around the inside of the radiator, yeah, um, you know, wasn't in good shape, that possibly he had a deflection issue. The other problem with those jeeps, depending on, and it was heavily modified. People put big bumpers on them, mm-hmm. and I- then they put giant winches that sit on top of the bumpers. And that causes deflection over that center of the radiator Mm -hmm. and could potentially create heating issues as well. So I just had a suggestion
7: for the call that yeah to help good out.
2: point i never even thought i mean i've thought about that but it wasn't top of mind awareness at that time tim so thanks for bringing that up and you're right and for everybody what tim's talking about you know you go put this fancy grill cover on or go look around at the cars that are you know kind of modified or some of these jeeps and truck and they or they maybe even change out the grill insert and or put this uh fancy schmancy looking thing in there all that stuff's really cool but it starts to restrict airflow or like he said you put this <laughs> Big giant heavy duty steel bumper on there, and now you've covered up or restricted some of the factory uh, areas where they want to have airflow. And then suddenly you've you've restricted. So so good reminder, Tim. Thanks for uh, thanks for calling in and reminding me about that because that is something something to keep in mind when you're modifying your Jeep or even if it's your Toyota. It doesn't matter whatever kind of car it is. You've got to have good airflow across that radiator. So we're gonna take a quick break. We've got got uh, who we have diane we've got john michael julian time for
3: some more and i'm gonna check some text messages we'll be right back more things change the more they stay the same hi kurt rock here for Kurtz auto repair times and technology has changed but at Kurtz we're still the same family-owned and operated business that has enabled us to earn a perfect better business bureau record for over 30 years our master technicians are experts in everything automotive foreign and domestic gas and diesel come experience quality and service that time has not changed check us out online at mycarhurts.com. if your car hurts take it to Kurtz.
5: Hi, this is Kelly. After my husband and I moved to Arizona, we were looking for an honest, trustworthy repair shop. We happened to meet Spencer Dussay, owner of H&I Automotive, and we were quickly impressed with him personally as well as how he ran his business. Spencer has trained his highly skilled staff to focus on giving their customers friendly and honest service as their top priority. We always know in advance what the repair is and why with a fully supported digital diagnostic estimate. They're transparent, they communicate, and they stand behind their work as a woman i feel respected i'm not a mechanic and i always feel confident with their communications and their work 13 years later and we've never been disappointed after all this time we're still being greeted by the same friendly employees which speaks highly of the type of business spencer has built check out all of their five-star reviews for yourself online h stands for honesty and i stands for integrity you feel it every time you visit them
1: Relationships matter. People do business with people they know and trust. In these crazy times, it's even more important that you can count on folks you know and can depend on to do your automotive repair maintenance the right way. Someone who has a proven track record and stands behind their work. People that will work with you to make sure your vehicles are going to remain on the road safely and efficiently for you and your family or business. No mysteries, just honest professional care. We're Accurate Automotive, friends serving friends since 1994. Check us out at accurateautomotiveaz.com.
2: back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm Matt Allen, and we're going to jam through literally about 10 minutes to this, and then we're going to hit the road and go out and, and enjoy some sunshine. I don't see very many clouds in the sky. A few feel airplanes flying past, leaving some marks, and I think I heard on the weather 90 to 95 degrees this week. It's going to get warm. Um, And a reminder, too, I'll do my PSA. You know, I've got this beautiful bald head of mine, you know, face for radio, of course. But I went out in the Porsche last week, went out in the convertible, went out to the Copper State 1000 and watched them take off. from You know, that's a vintage car rally. Watched them take off from Tempe Diablo Stadium. And then I took my oldest daughter out to teach her, you know, here I am crazy. She drives her car, but she wants to learn how to drive a stick. So here we are out, the Porsche teaching a 16-year-old how to drive a stick shift, which was pretty cool and fun. But here's my PSA. Don't forget your sunblock. <laughs> i roached my head so night in this beautiful weather you're out cruising around and i put some sunblock on actually but it was old so now my head's peeling i look really gross (laughs) so if you're out in the weather put your sunblock on so you don't have that burnt burnt scalp and and all that other stuff that comes along with being out there in the sun uh got a quick message hey matt How do I read a code? I have a traction control light that comes on after a mile or so. When I scan it, I get nothing. Cruise doesn't work either. I'm thinking a wheel speed sensor. Just don't know. Please help. Well, that's the difference between, I don't know what kind of car that is, but there's a code reader that they might use at Acme Auto Parts. That's just going in and looking at the check engine light. Some of these cars have four, six, ten, twenty different modules on them. So you've got to have an advanced enough tool to get into the right module. But I'm going to tell you one thing that just gave me a clue. You said that the cruise control doesn't work either. Well one of the easiest things to do is go look and see if you have functioning brake lights. If your brake lights don't work, there's no brake switch to cancel the cruise and the computer will recognize that. That could be your only problem. I'm not saying it is, but I would look at that. Otherwise, you're going to need to go to a shop that has the appropriate equipment to get into the right module for the ABS system or the driver stability control or whatever that may be. I wouldn't necessarily be jumping to a wheel speed sensor. Like I said, that that clue that the cruise doesn't work may be related to the brakes or sometimes, like if it's a Toyota You get a check engine light. It lights up everything. It disables the driver, the ADOS systems, the stability control, and all of that stuff. So another one, what product would you recommend to fix the saggy hood liner, especially the edges around the windshield? I think what you're talking about there is when you open the hood, there's that nice thing of insulation. A lot of people wash off under the hood too much and will ruin that. I don't really know of a way to fix that. I think as long as it has all the little plastic buttons and rivets that are supposed to hold it in place Uh, you probably just need to replace it if you want to have it is it necessary? no they put it there for a reason so you know, depending on the car, we see some cars. It's a
4: fire blanket. Yeah, if it's the one under the hood. It's a fire blanket. Yeah, and essentially. We, and
2: we see some like this Aston Martin in the shop, or my BMW, or they call it a hot V, where the turbos are right there underneath the hood. There's a heavy insulation on there. Otherwise, you're going to be cooking the hood. And, you know, it'll be the hood will be like a frying pan, and the pan will be peeling off. So, yeah. Let's go with uh, Michael in Glendale, 2018 Nissan Rogue. Michael, how can we help you today?
8: Hey, good morning. How are you?
2: Doing well, thank you.
8: Thank you for taking my call. I just had some questions, so I'm going to get my oil change for my Rogue, um, and it comes out, and they, you know, this little printout of that the lower uh, control arm bushings need to be replaced.
3: Mm-hmm.
8: So the estimate I got for that was like fifteen hundred dollars.
2: Makes sense.
8: Okay, but, I mean, is that like a fair price to have those replaced? Well, yeah, and I'm going to
2: put the price. Or, I'm going to put the price aside for a minute. Did you go to a dealership, a local re- oil? I mean, a local repair shop, mom and top, kind of a chain. What kind of, uh, what type of place? Without saying the name, did you go to?
8: Well, initially, I went to the dealership.
2: Okay, that's
8: the dealership. gave me the printout. Said, hey, you know, yeah. you've got a bushing that's torn.
3: Mm-hmm.
8: How many? Um, how many so miles? I got a second opinion. Oh, okay, you got a second opinion. Good. What they say with the local repair shop and they quoted me half the price.
2: Okay. Well, there's like 800. There's okay. So there's a couple things I'll tell you. You got to make sure you're comparing apples to apples because they're they're, you know, I've had some bad reviews. Oh, they did it for half the price that they that that, the other Matt quoted me. They didn't do the same work. So you really got to make sure it's an apples to apples comparison. And then I don't care how much it costs. If you don't need it, it's too much money. And control arm bushings are something that people are a little bit overzealous on. I don't know if you have a a symptom or not. I mean, on the BMWs and Land Rovers, Brandon, you see those a lot of times. You see the entire wheel movement, right? Oh, tons. 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 You can see that. And then depending on what's happening, again, how many miles are on this car?
8: Um, it's high mileage. It's 123000
2: now. Okay, so that's really not even high mileage, to be honest with you. That's, that's kind of still in its infancy stage, or it hasn't even graduated from high school. Not that old yet. But, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but saying that, so now you have control arm bushings. So the independent mm-hmm. shop that you went to, they may have quoted you to press new bushings into your lower control arms, okay? And that's a perfectly mm-hmm. acceptable repair but right. maybe the dealership quoted you to replace the entire lower control arm and that may be they the, did. okay and that in either one of those is a good repair however when i'm looking up and making your estimate now i'm going to look at the lower control arm and if you've got mm-hmm. a car with 118,000 miles on it that control arm always has at least two bushings sometimes the other bushing mm-hmm. is not serviceable And sometimes the ball joint is part of that lower control arm. So now you have to ask yourself, do I want to replace just the bushing? And then leave that 118,000-mile ball joint in there because Mm -hmm. in in six months when that ball joint is bad or nine months potentially, now you got to replace the whole control arm and you're throwing away the brand-new bushing that you just put in. Mm -hmm. So it's not always the same answer for every single car. um, so, so that's what I would, you know, what I would ask, I guess your independent shop that you went to, what I would ask them, what are you, what's the difference between what you quoted and what they quoted to make sure you're getting the apples to apples and I always encourage you, I don't care where you are, ask the questions and ask them, uh-huh. oh, is this the way you would do it on your car or is there a better way? to do it, you know, so that's, that's the best I can, I can tell you, you know, you're over in Glendale, depending if you're north or south, you might want to let go, and if you have that second independent repair shop that you went to, if you have a great, Mm -hmm. if you have a great relationship, stick with them, if not, maybe, I don't, it's a,
8: it's the first time I've called them, or used them.
2: Yeah. Well, do you have
8: any recommendations yeah. for a repair shop on the west side?
2: Yeah, for sure. You want to uh, check out Larry Harkers, 38th Avenue and Indian School. They're in that Glendale area, or depending if you're north, maybe Kurt's over at 22nd uh, Avenue and Bell Road by the dealerships over there. Kurt's Auto Repair. You hear their commercials, so hopefully that helps you. And I'd like to hear a little follow up on that because we see, I think they're over recommended. Brandon, do you do you think? <laughs> it's, it's possible. I mean, um, not just on his car, but generally speaking, we see a lot of cars that people over-recommend. They're, yes. they're
4: over-recommending. I like to, you know, for us when we do second opinions to, like you said, apples to apples, let me see the work order from the other shop. So we know we're doing the same
2: repair after verifying. That didn't even, yeah, that he even even need need it. in the first place, yeah, and he, and he may not even Michael may not even have a have a symptom at all. So, um, good luck with that, uh, Michael. And if you try out Larry Harkers, let us know what what they tell you. I'd be interested to hear one these days. Let's see, we're gonna have to make this quick. We're gonna go with Dwayne and Mesa, 2015 GMC Sierra. Dwayne, how can we help you?
7: Guy, thanks for taking my call. I, uh, have a 15
4: Sierra. I had put a, uh, aftermarket, uh, cold air intake on there. Uh, wasn't on very long. Took it off because of the truck was starting to drive funny and it was getting all kinds of codes. Mm-hmm. And so I it for a while and then when I drove it, the check engine light was off. And when I uh, drove it the other day, it came on and it was giving me a 171 and a 174 code.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And then the check engine light continues to come
2: on and off, on and off. How many miles are on this? 210. So it's got a lot of mileage. Those codes that you had are codes for lean conditions, bank one and bank two. So now, as a technician, just thinking out loud, I'm going to ask myself, what component on this car has the authority to make both banks of that engine lean? Now, you could have a mechanical problem like a leaky intake manifold gasket, but the clue that you just gave me is you had a cold air intake kit. The first place I'm going to look is your mass airflow sensor commonly happens people put in these aftermarket air filters that you oil that oil gets onto the mass airflow sensor contaminates it it can make the engine or make the transmission shift funny make check engine lights come on do all kinds of weird things so so that's where i'm starting tony i'm not going to get you on there but i'll take your call after
7: we take a break and the time is up we're out of here thanks for listening we'll see you next week